What the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. And the reason why I do this podcast, like I always say, is because I'm a wannabe stand-up comic. All my material's in English. And the reason why I specify to you guys that all my material is in English is because I live in a Spanish-speaking island, Puerto Rico. And when you end up doing comedy in the second language of of an island, you end up like severely disappointed and just stress eating and just fucking marking down the days until Thanksgiving the ultimate stress eating fiesta is going to begin that's not a family feast man I'm going completely selfish on fucking Thanksgiving man (laughs) selfish I'm not talking to any of you I'm just gonna shove the food in my face until my blood pressure spikes, I black out, and I could just forget about my troubles until I regain consciousness. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that down in the dumps. What Thanksgiving is really all about is having that ultimate last feast before Bloody Friday. That's what Thanksgiving is all about, man. You know, sharing with your family one last time and eating very, very delicious food before you go out to that capitalistic purge that we all fucking love, man. We all do. I love those. I love Black Friday, man. I really do. I really love going. I like going out to Black Friday at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., you know, after all the skulls have been cracked, after all the blood has been cleaned up. I like I like seeing just what's up, you know? And and sometimes, you know, clothes is pretty cheap because I'm I am not I am definitely not going to win a battle when it comes to like electronics, certainly, man. Like that's Black Friday is like the Olympics, dude. You need the genetics. (laughs) You need the genetics to stay awake, stay in a line for who knows how many hours. You know, that's all genetics, dude. Okay, not everybody has the will to camp outside a fucking Best Buy eating refried beans without heating them up to get some Chinese-branded... 43-inch 4K television for 200 bucks. Not everybody's going to do that, man. (laughs) You know? Like, you have... Dude, to do that, you need some special type of genetics, dude. That's determination. Okay? I'm telling you. Also, you need to be big and scary enough in case if someone wants to cut in line like I'm not gonna scare anybody off and I don't want to carry a weapon with me (laughs) to scare someone off from cutting in line that's insane dude people people camping out of stores dude like that's insane man just the sheer fact that I have to shit in a bucket because of a TV? Are you fucking kidding me? Because I want high def. 
I want that higher frame per second. Are you fucking kidding me, man? You know? I think those are the people that you want to marry and have kids with, man. Because there is no way that your teenager could deny that you love them if you have engaged in violence to get them a 25% off race car track. There is no fucking way. (laughs) That's sacrifice, dude. That's a real person. That's marriage material, man. That's commitment. I don't know how... I just don't know how you can do this, man. But I definitely have an idea for like this pay-per-view event show for Black Friday, man. And I'm going to pitch you guys this idea and I want you guys to tell me what you think. So I've been thinking about a show, right? I mean, an event, a pay-per-view event. That is Black Friday on PCP, okay? So we wait for Black Friday. We round up a couple of people who are willing to take PCP for the best deals of Black Friday, right? So we have this store. It has the best deals of the holiday. If you want to get to those deals, you have to be able to fight with all these other people high on PCP to be able to get your 75% off flat screen TV, okay? Now that should be a pay-per-view live event. Obviously, all those people have to fucking sign liability forms, but dude, that that is going to be the ultimate Royal Rumble Black Friday on PCP, dude. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for fucking Saturday when all those like Black Friday fight videos come out. Oh, I fucking love those, man. Those bring me, it just brings me so much joy. And I love overanalyzing like what's going through that person's head. You know what? I think that's going to be a segment for, for the next episode. Me analyzing Black Friday fight videos for sure, dude. <laughs> We're doing this. I just love it. I, I, I remember seeing one. And it's always like really out of shape people who shove and push and will start fighting each other. over. It's always over the dumbest shit. I remember seeing this one fat lady attack this one less fatter lady over a comforter. They fought over sheets. Okay. They probably dealt with lawyers. You know, they're fighting over something that is really fucking, what's the word I'm looking for? It's really, it's a really selfish thing. Like they're, they're fighting over a comforter that they clearly want for themselves. But the videos that I love are, are these videos of like two really tired parents just fighting over wrestling dolls or something like that and they will get physical those are the most brutal fights man and i and i love it i love it dude because you know that those two parents are fighting over this fucking one dollar piece of plastic that costs five dollars because it's on sale and they're fighting over this one dollar 
molded hunk of plastic. They're fighting over it because they are probably divorced, but not the type of divorce where like one parent walked away from from the child and and the other parent. No, it's like they both love their kid, but they can't stand each other, so they got a divorce. So now those people, they're fucking committed to get their son the best Christmas present possible so they could finally hear the words wow your present is much better than mommy's your present is much better than daddy's and that ego man that's just that's ego dude and that drives them into violent heinous acts on black friday dude i love that shit i cannot wait for those fucking videos by the way i saw that Donald Trump pardoned a turkey, which I've never understood the whole, like, yeah, let's bring the press so I, so we could get this turkey to stand in front of me. Though That turkey is it's probably in shackles or it has, like, weights on its leg because the turkey never, like, flies off. I think it – did that happen one year? I don't know. Or they drugged the turkey because it's the president just giving some whatever speech – to appease the vegan community? Is that why they pardon a turkey? I've never fucking understood that. It's one of the weirdest political things ever. Like, politics is weird, man. But the whole pardoning a turkey thing makes zero sense to me. So, I don't know, man. And the turkey just stands there. I swear it's in shackles. It's drugged. I don't know. And it's like, really? Like, you're telling me that Donald Trump is saying, I'm not going to eat this turkey. Which, by the way, the turkey that he pardoned was named Peas. You know? So I guess the farmer that was raising this turkey named it with the side dish that this turkey should be served with. Which I want to call all my animals that from now on, dude. Like If I own a cow, I'm going to call it fucking bacon cheese baked potato. For sure, dude. Or fucking roasted asparagus. For sure, dude. Or something simpler. Peas is a really simple name. And, you know, I just, I don't understand it. You're telling me that the president is not going to eat another turkey that's in the process of getting killed right now? Really? Like, the president is not going to eat turkey for Thanksgiving? He's going to eat turkey. He's just not going to eat that turkey that we're all looking right now and is fucking adorable. We're going to eat a, he's definitely going to eat another fucking turkey. So I don't understand. It's the weirdest PR stunt. It makes no sense to me. That that has always annoyed me. We're gonna pardon a turkey. I don't get it. I just don't get it. What if I was president? What I definitely would do is I would give my boring ass speech in front of the press and all those people with cameras. You know, I'd give my speech, and I'll be like, "I pardon you, turkey." And then I would have my turkey translator, you know, translate to the turkey like, hey, I know it's Thanksgiving. I know you're a little tense, but we're not going to eat you. You're going to live for another year, you know. So then my translator is going to whisper into the turkey's ear. And then like the turkey's like wings are not going to be slumped up, you know. They're finally going to like relax because the turkey knows it's not going to die. And right there, 
when the turkey sighs, like, oh, I'm going to live another year. That's how a turkey sighs in my head. When that turkey just gives that sigh of relief, that's when me, as the President of the United States at that moment, will pull out a Glock and shoot it in the back of the head. Boom! And then I'll scream in the mic. And that's how you cook really tender turkey. (laughs) You just got to make it believe that it's not going to die. Right? You give it hope. It's going to be much less tense and much more tender, people. Boom. I dropped a mic. You know, an American bald eagle is going to land on my shoulder. And I'll fucking... I don't know, go and watch football, whatever is super ultra-American. But again, dude, the whole turkey parting thing is just, just stupid. It is. But, um, by the way, I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, the that Queen movie. And I wish I liked it. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> it was so, dude... It's the it's just they're not relatable in any fucking way. Queen is not relatable according to this biopic movie. Well, I, I think that's redundant, right? Biopic movie. Anyways, semantics. Dude, in no way did those people ever struggle according to their biopic. They never struggled. Like they were a hit from the fucking beginning. It's just like, why? Dude, that's not relatable. You know, I love biopics because you could normally see like, oh, you know, they came from a low-income family or maybe not, but they did struggle at first with music until they finally, you know, found their voice or found their musical style preference, you know, because that's a battle to find your own like artistic voice but none of that happened you know freddie freddie mercury had retarded teeth so he was gifted right with an angelic voice they they only received one no from the super big um i don't know what the fuck he's called a music dude like a guy that will green light your project and Help you sell albums. You know, just one no. Which basically that one no, what when it was shown in the movie, it wasn't shown as, oh my god. Like, what are we going to do now? No, when they showed that scene, like, it was basically a mid- middle finger to that one guy that said no to them. They never struggled throughout the whole movie. The only struggle that Freddie Mercury had... Was he was addicted to orgies. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, from my understanding, and I could be wrong, because I'm not the biggest Queen fan. I mean, we all we all enjoy someone failing to karaoke the song Bohemian Rhapsody because it's an unkaraoke. Oh god, I was gonna try try to invent a word there. An unkaraokeable song? It's an uncarry. And un- it's an unkaraokeable song. You can't karaoke that shit. You can't. It's hard. <laughs> you can't. No one does it. No one does it well. And I believe that no one will. And, you know, I'm 
But from my understanding, Freddie Mercury did fucking have a drug problem. You know? And at least you could have shown that. But they didn't even show that. According to this shit, he was addicted to, to orgies. And it's like, I don't, I just, I don't think there's like an orgy addict anonymous, you know? I mean, I know there's like a sex, you know, a sex addict anonymous, but like, if you're like, dude, I don't, I don't care for the, you know, the casual blow job in an alleyway. Like that doesn't turn me on. There has to be like 10 couples fucking around me to get my dick to go. Yippee! Like nothing turns me on. And it's like, dude, I just don't, I can't relate. And I understand, you know, Freddie worker, Freddie Mercury was on a whole different planet, right? And this guy, he was probably super talented. And, you know, there's people that are way too talented that they're not relatable, you know, in any fucking way. Like, they're just their own person. It's like, okay, you were born to do whatever you were born to do. But it's like no struggle. So then, like, what's, I don't, I just don't, why am I watching this? (laughs) It's basically the band jerking off themselves on how amazing they were and how they figured it out. No struggle. Who cares? But the funny thing was, like, I was <laughs> I was watching this fucking... But when I was watching the movie, I was with my friends. And at one, at one part, um, Freddie Mercury was talking to this chick. And this chick started... You know, he was buying clothes. And she's like, oh, oh would you... Would you like to try on makeup? And she like puts makeup on him and whatever. And then the people behind me <laughs> went, oh God, here we go with this gay shit again. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, dude, no way. And dude, it wasn't only them. There were there were a couple of rows behind me that were just giggling and laughing at every gay scene, dude. Whenever two guys started making out, they were laughing the guys behind me were just angry and like, oh god, I I, I can't with this movie. Like at one point, <laughs> I'm like, this cannot be happening, man. That's like the first. That's like the first time that I've ever felt like, oh, it's 2018, people. Get with the times. Oh my god, like that's the first time that I felt what people with berets and scarves feel. All the time. And when I say people with berets and scarves, I mean people who wear berets and scarves off-season. Not on the winter time. Dude, that shit happened. And I'm like, this has got... I got... And like, and I, then I started laughing, too, because it's like, this is just fucking hilarious. I can't... <laughs> and the funny thing is that they obviously went into the movie without really knowing the band Queen... And, like, at one point, this one guy answered a phone call. (laughs) He was being extremely rude. And, whatever. I'm not going to scream anything because I'm beat-upable. And I obviously want someone else to scream something because I love conflict. But anyways, I like watching conflict with front-row seats. I don't like being part of the conflict. And so the guy answers the phone... He's like, yeah, um, he's saying in Spanish, I'm translating the whole thing. If, if the way they say it in Spanish was much funnier, but he was like, yeah, I'm watching this, 
the movie about those rockers. And I'm like, whoa, dude. He doesn't even know which band it is. This is insane. He walked into this shit blind, dude. <laughs> Damn. And then he talked on the phone for like two minutes. And then he left and never came back. I'm like, no fucking way, man. This And the movie wasn't even that gay. It wasn't even that gay. The guy walked out of the movie to, to due to gayness. I want to walk out of the movie due to fucking lack of drugs and struggle. They didn't struggle. It was fucking annoying. But goddamn, dude. I, I, for the first time, I I understand why extremely PC people are PC. Why they're super politically... Politically... Po- yeah, politically correct. You know? And it's because... When someone does something that you deem... As like ignorant, you feel this fucking. You just feel superior, you know. All of a sudden, you want to start scoffing. Ugh, people these days, or whatever. You want to start tweeting outrageous shit. Like, you, like you feel superior. It's a feeling of superiority, and it just made me think: Is that why the bar? Like, you know, and obviously I'm talking about the extremes here. Is that why some people just like to set the bar extremely, extremely high, you know, when it comes to political correctness? Like people who say, oh my god, are you assuming my gender? Which, by the way, I've never met someone like that. I don't believe there are people like that in Puerto Rico. Maybe they are. Maybe there are. But I've never met them. We do not hang out in the same place for sure, dude. And and sometimes I don't even know that's real, you know? If there are people who actually do that or, or if that's just like the internet, like it's one big prank, this whole extreme political correctness thing. And, you know, people who are like, oh my god, are you assuming my gender? And it's like, dude, this I've been assuming genders since... Since I learned how to form sentences, that's what's taught to me in school, okay? You have titties and ponytails and a delicate frame. You're a woman (laughs) because I was going to say if you have titties and ponytails, but there's a lot of guys with titties and ponytails out there. We've all seen them. There's a lot of guys with titties and ponytails out there. (laughs) Jesus. And they all probably get more pussy than me. But, you know, it's like that's that's what we do, you know? I'm not going to go and ask everybody their, their preferable pronoun. Like, who cares? It's just, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just, for at least for me, it's just something I've never seen as important. And it seems ridiculous. And that's why these people set the bar so high. Because it just, at that moment, I realized, wow, I feel like superior. Like, I'm, I'm a more advanced being like at that moment and then i'm like you know what you know sometimes people are fucking raised in extremely ignorant environments and whatever dude you know i have empathy or sympathy oh god what's the difference though i've probably been using those wrong for a long time but whatever and that's why they do it, dude. Because it felt great. At that moment, I'm like, I'm, in a, I'm an advanced being. I'm not going to laugh because of gayness. This is 2018. And it's just, 
you know, feeling that feeling for a couple of seconds made me believe, you know, you could get high on this, dude. You could get addicted and hooked. So that's why these people are setting these, like, ridiculous bars of political correctness. Because part of them knows that they're not going, like, people are not going to comply with asking other people for their preferable pronoun. Like, no one's going to do that. In the real world, no one's going to do that. And because people are not going to do that, they could, like, just scoff, you know, wear their beret righteously, you know, and feel superior. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. You know how the Westboro Baptist Church um, does, like, you know, they protest veterans' funerals. Like, that's something they do. Do you think that they are, like, extreme PC people? That will protest a gender reveal party. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is, Only the educated are free. I would love it if they had this exact same inspirational quote poster on the walls of every financial aid office of every university when you're going to apply for a student loan. Anyways, that's the podcast. I hope you guys fucking enjoyed it. Again, whoever's listening to these podcasts, to the very end, why? And thank you, dude. I really appreciate this. Whoever likes this podcast, if you're not following me on Facebook and Instagram, all that information is on the episode notes. And again, guys, thank you very much, and I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck out.